three, two, one, go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Force podcast, a podcast from Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is season four. I love saying season four. <laughs> Episode 13. Lucky number 13. Can you believe and to, it? I, it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, today we're going to be going back to Star Wars. We're going to be talking about Ahsoka. We got that awesome trailer mm-hmm. last week. Talk about it. and obviously do our responsible speculations about what's going to happen because it's coming in august we're mm-hmm. really excited about it but first we want to talk a little bit about you know that writer's going to strike first now the actors well you hey, know it's interesting it's interesting yeah. because uh well one the trailer surprise uh, dropped by surprise basically because we weren't yeah. really expecting it and it was kind of fun because that day we were recording with our friend brennan and yeah. uh we were initially only planning to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which we were very excited to talk about because if you've listened to our previous episodes, Slightly upset. we liked it. We liked it. Uh, the movie's, <laughs> movie's good. Uh, so we yeah. were very excited to keep talking about it and to talk about it with someone new. And it's always fun to get someone's someone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we start when, with that day, it's just like the trailer dropped. So we were like, ah, oh, crap. So that means we that we're, we're going to need to talk about this. So, uh, so yeah, it was it was a fun surprise, especially because I think the trailer delivered. But uh, yes, uh, SAG strike, it's been it, it was looming. Uh, the actor strike was definitely looming as we've already are a couple months in to the writer strike, which, you know, yeah. uh, holds, you know, we, we, we stand by all the writers because they're oh, yeah, the ones definitely. giving us all these stories. And uh, now it's actually very happy. Right. <laughs> the actors are joining uh, on the yeah. strike because it, it's kind of appalling right everything that's happening to all these creators that are the ones that give us these stories and represent like all these characters that we know and love and to yeah. see how these studios are not valuing not just not valuing them financially with the compensation and the need but also yeah. the way they want to take advantage of them because i don't know if you saw this but one of the stipulations that the studios wanted, I don't know if it was a particular studio or all the studios. I, right. I, I don't remember. But one of the stipulations that they wanted to like uh, put in the agreement with SAG was uh, capitalism and technology. Two things that are destroying society. It was that they wanted to scan background actors so they can have their likenesses and only pay for them only pay them for one day's work to be able to just scan them and have their, you know, their image and likeness yeah. own that for perpetuity. And they can use that for whatever means that they want and only pay them for one day's work, which I mean, it's like, what kind of dystopian thing? Like, how does a studio even come up with doing that and not say like, hey, are we the bad guys? Like, are we the villains right now by proposing such a... yeah immoral ridiculous ridiculous yeah. thing and so I don't was know, that what, you what that episode of black mirror was based on oh you- well i didn't i didn't watch that i didn't watch that because like yeah. black mirror freaks me out because it's too close <laughs> to reality so i don't even watch yeah. it anymore uh, yeah. but i did read about that so yeah mm-hmm. basically yeah so yeah that's what it was yeah because it's taking the likeness of everybody and oh man that is insane <laughs> it's insane how close 
to like dystopian futures we are right now. We uh, are. We are. We are that, in a in a terrible yeah. place, especially with like with the writers and having AI like have these studios and, and replace yeah. writers with AI, which is just like wait, what what no. the point of stories is to have like the human emotion behind it. Yeah. To kind of, you know, guide us and take us on this journey of like a humanity, right? Because we want to see content created by humans for humans. So yeah. I go on to see like all these studios be like, no, let's just have um, uh, computers do it. And it's because they want a product, right? They don't want, they don't want Battle. a story mm -hmm. anymore. They just want a product that people, that you can market and people will buy it. Repackaged, it's done. Or cost higher profit. And it's mm -hmm. just like, well, at that point, it's just like, if you want to have machines do soulless stories, then make them for machines. Have machines watch those. Because uh, I don't want to watch some a soulless thing. I want a human story. Because yeah. you know, I, I don't know. It's it's definitely weird. Because the problem again is not technology. Because you can use technology. Right. Claro. Mm -hmm. Like AI is not bad. You know, AI is already being used for tons of things that we use on everyday uh, life. So it's not the technology itself. It's the application and to yeah. use it in such nefarious ways. It's just yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's it's weird times. It's very weird times. Yeah. It's like I know lots of uh, people on the right and like uh, conservatives and whatnot are always like claiming that the jobs are being taken by immigrants and all that stuff. It's like, no, my dude, yeah. like the corporations that you <laughs> taken support, <by> AI. <laughs> those corporations that you support that are all about a free market and all that stuff they're the ones taking the jobs because they don't want humans and <laughs> they don't want humans working because they just want to not pay anybody so that we can keep all those profit margins at the tip tippy top and i mean and i'd be remiss if i didn't call out bob, bob Iger because i know he's one of those ceos billionaires that some of our friends and liberal circles like to kind of defend a little bit just because you know he oh he made disney what you know the yeah. success that it has been for a couple of years and they were happy when he came back to replace Bob Chapek because all the disasters with Chapek uh, with the Disney parks and everything but he's just as bad there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire <laughs> and the fact that he said the other day that all the demands uh, that these uh, guilds were requesting were just not practical or whatever word he used when he makes an ungodly amount of money per day which is more money than some people make a year or you know it's 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 insulting yeah. and so it's mm -hmm. just like don't support billionaires they're not your friends you will probably never be a billionaire they're they're not your friends they're out to destroy <laughs> you and us so yes uh, that's all i have to say about it i don't know how you felt <laughs> <laughs> i think it's pretty clear that we are completely in favor of the strike and that these writers yeah. deserve everything Honestly, because Hollywood has definitely lost originality, and these writers are the only ones keeping mm -hmm, alive, mm -hmm. and they deserve everything. Honestly, so. yeah. It's, so, it's it's weird that we would even have to say that, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I it's know. kind of a it's kind of a shame. Now that we're going to talk about Ahsoka, it's kind of a shame that it, it's <laughs> happening, right, uh, during Ahsoka season, because we would love to see yeah. a Rosario and Elizabeth Winston and like all the cast and crew, well, the cast uh, talk about the show and because you can tell yeah. that everyone's very enthused Excited, and passionate clearly. about it yeah so mm -hmm. it, it'd be nice to you know see them promote the show but but it's but yeah you gotta do yeah. what you gotta do and that's the point of a no strike. crossing if, the picket lines that's the point <laughs> of a strike if you're not disrupting yeah. something then, then there's no point yeah. to a strike so we stand we stand by sag we stand by with the wga 
And uh, yeah, that doesn't mean that we stop uh, seeing the the films yeah. and and shows that we love because we still need to support their work. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, we 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 don't cross we don't let we don't cross a, don't cross picket lines. We don't cross that. So, yeah. do your part. Do your part. Uh, support the actors and support the writers. Uh, but speaking of writers, there were writers. I mean, writer Dave Filoni involved in writing uh, yeah. Ahsoka. And that was a surprise trailer that we got. So I know you're an anti-trailer person. Yes. And I've forced you to watch <laughs> trailers now. Uh, yes. At least, yes. Only, at, for, at least only Star Wars ones. Yes. And Indiana Jones, I guess. Uh, but uh, so I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. But I'm sorry yeah, that you have sorry. to watch you're trailers now. You're not sorry. Yeah. Uh, you, but you're enjoying them. You're enjoying watching trailers now and doing the whole speculative thing. Uh, so... What, was, what were your thoughts when, when this Ahsoka trailer dropped? Especially compared to the previous one. Yeah. So, well, the first one was really, it was a teaser. It, it literally, we didn't get much from it. Like, it was exciting to see, but it was stuff that we kind of already knew happening. Mm -hmm. This one, just, as I've said before, I've had mixed feelings about the Ahsoka show. I haven't been mm -hmm. as excited about it as I have been about some of the other ones because I wasn't enamored of the interpretation of Ahsoka uh, so far so I wasn't sure what to expect obviously she's an amazing character and Filoni we know will treat her with love because mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. loves Ahsoka as well but maybe too much maybe too much uh. maybe too much <laughs> but I wasn't as excited about the show I think as I have been about some of the other ones and then this trailer dropped and I I am on board. The music on board. The music was good. The music, I mean, the way the trailer was done, it's so evocative of the animated version that mm -hmm, we've mm -hmm, known yep. before. For the first time, we got to see it more akin to that animated version of Ahsoka and the other characters that we've gotten. So now I'm really, really excited. The trailer really pumps you up. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. It I feel like it appeals to people that don't even know the background hmm. so that they have we'll to watch to the we'll animated that, yeah. and we'll get to that but it i don't know i'm i'm really excited about it what we got like you said like the way they used the music with the clips that we got of the different scenes mm -hmm. that's just from the trailer i i can't imagine how it's gonna sound so yeah my first reaction was damn <laughs> wow this looks insane uh, yeah i agree with everything uh, although i have been i have been i have been on the you have the been ahsoka. more excited i yeah. have been on the ahsoka hype train just because you know i like the character from clone wars and obviously rebels so like i'm you know yeah. i'm thrilled and obviously to see rosario on in the role and have like a yeah. a person of, of puerto rican descent and cuban descent uh, it's 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 interpreting uh, this character it's, interpreting is powerful you know it's, it's meaning it's, it's meaningful because uh, now we have three of the greatest okay maybe not greatest but three of the shows that we've liked a lot and uh, like with mandalorian andor and now ahsoka yeah, be ahsoka. led by by uh, latinx people uh, so it's a uh, it's it's a, it's a big deal in that sense in terms of representation yeah. but to add to that is the fact that then it's this whole thing of the translation, right? From animation to live action, which yeah. is so special, right? Because it's 
something that hasn't really been happening before yeah. in Star Wars. It's kind of always been like these sep separate realms. They're separate, yeah. Kinda, mm -hmm. So to speak, it's like animated lives here, but then it's not as important as all this live action stuff. Yeah. And the live action rarely kind of recognizes uh, the animated stuff. I mean... Yeah. Sure, in Rise of Skywalker, we had like the voice of Ahsoka and Kanan, and you know, that was kind of yeah. like a little nod, but it wasn't, you know, we're not bringing any of the animated yeah. stuff into live action. It's always the other way around. The live action stuff goes into animation. Uh, so it's kind of like nice to see that if the whole, you know, the whole ecosystem of stories are recognized in all the mediums. So with Mando, we got it when Cop Vanth shows up. Uh, which obviously a character from the Chuck Wendig aftermath books, and now he made the jump from book to to live yeah. action, which I think is actually a bigger deal than animation because less, even yeah. less people read the books. Uh, yeah. But you know, but to have like the whole world of rebels all of a sudden be real, so to speak, and I know physical, tangible, it's just like wild because now a bigger group of people, i.e., the normies, i.e., not <laughs> Star Wars fans. Are gonna be able to finally fall in love see, with Hera, see these Ahsoka, and everybody Ezra, Sabine. I and, yeah, and hope, and, but ho exactly, but hopefully, exactly, go back and be like, okay, well now I now I now I can watch. This. I uh, should watch. Which that point leads me to this question that I had for you: Do you feel because obviously this show is not an origin story? It's not yeah. like Andor or Mando, which is the beginning. Yeah of a story that you get to see a character progress through, it's very much a continuation, right? Of where Ahsoka was in Clone Wars, where she was in Rebels, where the yeah. Re where the ghost crew was in the end of Rebels and moving forward. So it's 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 very much a continuation from a medium that most people don't watch. So for yeah. the people that only watch the live action shows or only watch the movies, do you feel that this show might be a little, it won't be as accessible to them or do you think that they'll they'll find a way to make them fill the gaps yeah i think it's gonna have to come down to how it's done so i think we are talking about this with brennan as well our friend mm -hmm. uh because we talked about when the trailer first came out there has to be flashbacks uh mm -hmm. so in some version or another they have to establish that relationship that ahsoka had with anakin as he's mentioned two or three times in the trailer. So, mm -hmm. you know, we know they're trying to do the setup to bring people in, but we do have a lot of characters that haven't been mentioned at all, mm -hmm. except in animation. So Ahsoka, obviously we got her in the Mandalorian. So people have started to familiarize with her. Hopefully some people from that decided that they wanted to watch Clone Wars or Rebels and have been able to catch up with the story. but. There's been no mention at all before of, you know, Hera and Sabine and Chopper and, you know, the ghost crew, Ezra. Uh, obviously, Thrawn is a very famous character, but mm -hmm. only people that have read the books. Right, right. Or, you know, so it is it is a big leap for people, as you say, the normies, <laughs> if they don't establish... <laughs> I say that lovingly, though. Yeah. I know. Um, if they don't establish why they're important, I don't know. But then again... Even Mando, who it was an origin story, but we didn't know anything about him, and people still loved it and were very attached. So it depends on if 
how it's written if you feel for the characters, regardless of if you know their past or not. Mm-hmm. Which is doable. Because, I mean, when we got A New Hope, it was right in the middle of the story. Right, but A New and Hope so- benefited but from having an opening crawl. It's just like, this is the context that you need, and yeah. let's start. You know, oh, yeah. it, it didn't carry baggage. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a clean slate, but every bit of context is kind of covered with the opening crawl. So it's like, this is everything you need right. to know. And now let's move forward. Which so maybe an opening crawl for Ahsoka. <laughs> which maybe there's, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think an opening crawl, but maybe there is some like text uh, yeah. to be like, oh, this is the legend of Ahsoka or whatever. Although when you were mentioning <laughs> flashbacks, I was imagining that it would be ballsy. It would be ballsy of Filoni if we do have flashbacks to Rebels or or Clone Wars, but they're literally like the animated flashbacks. It's like Ahsoka oh. starts, you know, it's like the traditional thing. Ahsoka's thinking all of a sudden, like, you get like the wavy lines as it yeah. transitions into the flashback. And then it's like, bam, it's the it's the animated version of them doing the That'd be, the that'd be amazing. I think that would be a cognitive dissonance, yeah. whiplash type of thing. But yeah. I would respect it. I'd be like, damn, that was, they went there. Because... It'd be, I, I mean, doubt I, do I, that, though, but. I doubt, I doubt they'll do yeah. that, but, yeah. but, but it would be cool because it, I don't know how it would feel if they had to do a flashback to something from Rebels or Clone Wars and they just refilmed the scene in live action. Right. It would, because to an extent, I feel like that would be disparaging to the original yeah. material. Because it's kind of like being like, okay, well, that's not good enough for now this. Now it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, yeah. Do it this way. Although I can see the counter argument being that, well, it, visually it needs to be consistent. And like, obviously we yeah. can't bring in this ain't, this ain't uh, across the Spider-Verse or, or something <laughs> where we can mix live action and animation. And it's fine because it's, it's the world that we've built already. Uh, this isn't that. So I don't know. But you did bring in an important flashback thing that is hinted at that I think everyone's looking forward to the possibility of it probably happening. And that is Anakin Skywalker in this show. He's, as you said, he's mentioned twice on the trailer. We've been reading on the news uh, for a while now that Hayden might come back in some capacity in the show, either flashback or force ghost. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what do you think? Do you think we're going to, obviously we saw Anakin right back in uh, in Obi-Wan Kenobi. So he's back, he's back in Lucasfilm. Uh, so do you think that we'll see him in Ahsoka? Or do you think this is just like a red herring? I think we will see him. I'm almost 100% sure we're going to see some version of either Darth Vader or Anakin. I'm I'm hoping more of Anakin, but we'll see. Uh, I still don't know how I feel if I want a flashback or the Force Ghost or, <laughs> you know. Do you, think, do you think both would be too much? Depends on how much they do it or how often or, you know, if it's just one flashback or if it's a continuous kind mm-hmm. of thing, kind of with um, what they did with Book of Boba Fett, that they would have flashback scenes mm-hmm. be actual part of the story. Actually, the best part of the story. Flashback. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, if you have him as a force goes, not have him too much because that's that's the problem with characters that are so kind of overwhelming. You don't want it to take away because this is Ahsoka's story, and obviously, Anakin is a big part. It's a big, big exactly, it's a huge part of her story. So I think it'd be really important, especially to establish her relationship going forward, because 
clearly we're seeing that there's a master apprentice relationship between her and Sabine. So, and she's kind of taking what she learned from Anakin into this relationship. So to establish how she wants to be better, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we have to establish what her relationship to Anakin was. Right, and right, right. Obviously we get that in the animation, but if people are not going to watch it, or if we're trying to either assume that it already happened, I, I, it's right, really right, strange right, right. for a character that was already so well-established in animation, no. and, and we love so much already, to see how they're going to translate that here. And you're 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 absolutely right, and and yeah. and you were bringing something up that I think is really important that made me think of it this way. Yeah, we have been setting Anakin up in Book of Boba Fett when she when uh, when Ahsoka's talking to Luke and she says so much like your father. We're already implying. Obviously, yeah. we didn't say Anakin, but if you know, you know type of thing. Obviously, yeah. And so it's, we're kind of setting up that relationship, and I think one of the I don't know. I, I would hope that Filoni and Favreau are thinking about it this way. But if you're telling like all this story about Ahsoka in live action and in a medium, like we've said, that yeah. more people watch and animation, less people watch. If I'm a normie, right? And I'm coming in. If, I, if I'm my parents. Yeah. Right? Or, or or my sisters, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're someone <laughs> that didn't yeah. kind of grow up with the animated stuff or and comes from the outside and just watching the Star Wars mm-hmm. because it's, you know, because of Grogu. Uh, so like now you're just watching them on Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah. Last time you saw... Uh, Star Wars was either Mandalorian or the movies. And when you yeah. saw Anakin last time, you saw Anakin as a Jedi Knight in Revenge of the Sith. And in that movie, he doesn't have a Padawan, right? So yeah. there's no way for you with the context of live yeah. action mm-hmm. to know that Anakin had a Padawan and that Padawan was Ahsoka. So I hope that this show kind of doesn't go through the route of telling, not showing. Because I think it would be one cool for us who know the backstory, right. but also important for people coming in that haven't seen the show. I mean, the movies. I mean, the animated show. Sorry, uh, to, <laughs> yeah, to come in instead of being like, oh well, yeah, you know, Anakin had an apprentice. That's one. It's like no, show it and like show like those yeah. little moments. And it could be yeah. like, uh, like uh, 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 in Obi Wan, where like we had some of those flashbacks. Maybe we have like shorter ones, but more yeah. often it's like something happens with Sabine. Right, pap, we cut, and it's like this little conversation with Anakin and mm-hmm. Ahsoka so that we can see that relationship and yeah. like what it means for why we set up the big line of the trailer, which for me was like, Oh, Anakin never got to complete my training. I walked yep. from, I away, walked away. away from him mm-hmm. the same way I walked away from Sabine, which I think is a extremely yeah. important line in the movie. I know. I mean, in the show, in the yeah, show, in because the show. it's, it sets up that yep. Ahsoka. It's not the Ahsoka that we know in Mandalorian right now. Yeah, the Ahsoka that like is you know the the Ahsoka that we know from Clone Wars. Not right now, she's the jaded Ahsoka. She's like, I'm not a Jedi. Yeah, and because there's also the line from Balin, the bad guy, who yeah. says like, "We're He's no like, Jedi. We're no Jedi," which is what Ahsoka said when she walked away. Exactly. No Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think this whole show is setting up that journey for Ahsoka to finally yeah. be able to realize that just because you're not part of the Order doesn't mean that you don't exemplify what a jedi is and that you can be yeah. a jedi without the approval of the council right so, yeah. <laughs> so i think that's, that's the journey the right <laughs> yeah. and, and we yeah. and we have to see like what jaded her with anakin to make her jaded with sabine to then see like how her journey's going to end yeah okay maybe it's not going to be as literal as this but end with the <laughs> opposite scene of her saying instead of her saying i'm no jedi to the end of her saying like i am a jedi yeah 
which will be more earned than when Ray said, I'm yeah. old, and I am all the Jedi. I'm all the Jedi. Yeah. Because now yeah. Ahsoka's going to have a journey towards that. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree with that? I think it. I think I would love that. And especially because, like you said, we got a very different version of Ahsoka from what we were expecting because that version, the wise, like, white Ahsoka mm -hmm. from Rebels, that's, like, this leader that has accepted herself and her journey and everything that's happened. And then the version that we started getting in live action was still, like, the jaded, kind of angry, I've been betrayed Ahsoka. So mm -hmm. to be able to see the journey and see how the live action version ends up being the animated kind of wise right, right, right. Ahsoka like coming together and, and to see that journey that we didn't really get to see in the animated version. Mm -hmm, like, we didn't mm -hmm. see how she came into herself, how she became the grown wise better version of a Jedi. Yeah. So to see her kind of accept that what she was taught wasn't necessarily what was right. I mean, Anakin, her master that she loved, was like a brother to her, a father, everything. Mm -hmm. How the Order broke him. Right. And how the Order broke her. And how through maybe teaching Sabine, uh, we don't know what capacity, how much Ezra is going to show up in the show as well. Because there was a lot between uh, Kanan and Ezra, that relationship, master, apprentice, that mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. like the... The orphans of the order of the Jedi, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. how they all come Ooh, that together. That would be a good name for a book: Orphans of the Order. I like it. Eh. <laughs> and to see how, through their relationships with each other, learning from their past mistakes and growing up, find out that the order was broken, and that's not mm -hmm. what the Jedi are supposed to be. And finding in themselves, we are Jedi. We mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. what the Jedi are meant to be. And to see that through Ahsoka, and then eventually with Rey and her film and how she mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is building her new Jedi Order and then maybe having characters involved in it as well because we are becoming the real Jedi. Right, 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 right. Which so, is which is kind of like a theory that uh, like I had from before. It's not more of mm -hmm. any, I don't think it's a theory anymore. It's more of a want. It's the whole thing of like Ezra and everybody from the Ghost Crew and whatnot go into the unknown regions and make a new Jedi Order there that's like separate from whatever's happening in the main galaxy. Yeah. But I don't think that's a... Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I, I don't see. think it's a thing. I think it's a, a theory that now probably not true anymore. But I, yeah, I totally, totally, totally agree. But do you think we'll see Ezra at the end of the show? Or do you think that we'll find him sooner and that he'll have a, a more screen time? have no idea because so far we've only seen like the miniature hologram. the hologram version it's the first time we saw him talk because mm -hmm. before you only saw it like visually like that he was there we've gotten very little of thrawn as well even though there's a lot of mentions in the empire power all these things but we haven't gotten a lot from him either. so i think it could go either way that Ezra and Thrawn are kind of in the background and they're mentioned and they show up very little or we could actually see what they're doing like mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. sides of the story like Ahsoka over here trying to find him Ezra with Thrawn somehow <laughs> I I hope they're best friends at this point yeah I kind of like I know that they're setting up Thrawn as but, the villain yeah. especially after seeing last season of Mando yeah and the Shadow mm -hmm. Council and how yeah. Thrawn's involved there somehow. But I would really, especially if you read the Thrawn Ascendancy mm -hmm. books, 
which are you know thrown in the in back home and in, in his chess home world and in the unknown regions you don't get the sense in those books that he's a villain he's just trying to do the right thing for his, for his people, people and trying yeah. to ensure that they're uh, protected against like outside threats and for him the empire is the best way to do that I'm not saying that that makes him good but i'm saying that yeah. it's it's uh, it's more complicated than just like i'm a bad guy bad guy so yeah i would in a way want a little more depth to Thrawn in that sense I don't just want yeah. him to be a one-dimensional villain yeah. especially after Timothy Zahn has done so much heavy lifting to make him more than that so I would want slash hope uh, that Ezra has soft not softened him but have been yeah. they've been able to kind of understand what's yeah. uh, at play in the larger scale of things and not see things in the binary right of empire yeah. rebellion type of thing yeah. and like be a bad guy good have, guy have more complexity yeah. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, either that make, means that like Ezra's in the dark side and we have to rescue him or, but, you know, add a little, add a little, a little, a little, a little sazon, a little adobo into mm-hmm. that so that it, there's, there's a little yeah. more flavor. There. So we go to Flavortown when we see <laughs> Thrawn and, and, and Ezra, because yeah, it'll, it'll be boring, right? If like, How prevalent do you think they're going to be? I don't think they're going to be at all. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Thrawn will be kind of in the background. We'll see him every once in a while, but yeah. it, we're building up to him. So okay. we, we definitely won't see him, I don't think, too yeah. much. Uh, I think it might be like a Gideon thing where we kind of saw Gideon like at the end of the season. Right. Of Mando season one. Yeah, uh, so like a build up. He's mentioned. We're after yeah. him. All these yeah. things. And then maybe at the end, it's like Thrawn. Which he might be... I don't remember if they said this or not when they talked about the Filoni movie that's coming out in a couple of years. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's meant to be like the big bad for that movie. Okay. I th- I think he might be. I don't remember if that was the case, but I kind of okay. hope not, honestly, because that's the movie I'm least excited about. Uh, so uh, especially now that Bob Iger said that they're going to cut the amount of Star Wars content, I'm like, cut that movie out. <laughs> I was like, no disrespect. <laughs> I'm like, no disrespect to Filoni, but like, yes, yeah. that's, that's no, it's fine. No, yeah. uh, we're good with Donald the Jedi yeah. and New Jedi Order. Uh, yeah. But yeah. whatever, I digress. Far uh, in the past, far in the future, yes. leave it alone. That's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, because I think one of the interesting things that these trailers do is kind of mislead us into thinking yeah. we've seen all the season. And usually these Star Wars trailers are only like the first two episodes. So I think everything we've seen is just the beginning of the season uh, yeah. so i think the setup is that we'll see ahsoka like on her own being hunted by mm-hmm. that inquisitor that we see in the trailer yeah. and then when she kills that inquisitor like in the first 15 minutes of the first episode i can almost guarantee you that uh, yeah. I, and i'm probably wrong about that because we've seen that in, in inquisitor like in different settings I know, <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that Inquisitor is gonna be gone pretty early on because then Ahsoka's gonna be like, okay, we're done with the dark side. That was the last Inquisitor. We're fine now. Let's focus yeah. on this other thing. And then that's when Balin and Shin come out. And this is like, oh, new, 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 new bat, new bat, uh, yeah, bat uh, uh, force users. What's this? <laughs> and that's what sets up the catalyst, right, of the okay, yeah, of the rest of the show. Uh, then again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Inquisitor, you know, hunts Balin Shin also, and it's a threat throughout the thing. Yeah. But I think that makes things a little too busy. What do you think? I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I think having the Inquisitor plus 
the other baddies that we know are going to be in the show, I think it'd be a little bit overkill if they're coming at from two angles like the entire time. So I think it would make sense to like the Inquisitor is the bad guys that we already know. We know what they're Mm -hmm. after. We know who they are from the animation. Um, Well, no, we've seen they show up. Yeah, they showed up in Obi Wan. Um. So it's like the bad guys that we know get rid of them and then we get these new bad guys that we don't know anything about. We know that you're not Jedi, clearly. <laughs> but they were but we they don't were. know what they're after. We don't know what they're after. We don't know their motivations. We don't know anything. So I think it'd be more fun to explore them and then like them that are early on, but we don't know. And actually that's what yeah. I like about the show. Like I don't know. Yeah, that we don't, don't know. know and especially with what's up with the new republic because i like that idea of killing the inquisitor or getting rid of the inquisitor mm-hmm. early on because it's like what you said we get rid of the last vestige of yeah. the old ways right like the empire is gone for at least in terms of like what this story right. means like we're mm-hmm. done fighting that past threat and now as a new republic as wary heroes we have to now look forward to what are those new threats because yeah. I, I love that we get Mothma. Oh so yeah, and, that, yeah. And, and we get and we get the <laughs> New Republic fleet. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. what's like? How much yeah. of the New Republic are we finally gonna get to see? Because so far, we haven't seen jack shit of yeah. the New Republic. And, yeah. I mean, we've seen we've seen like you know little yeah. things here and there in Mando, but even in Mando, the uh, Carson yeah. Teva and his squad. And again, this is a pet peeve I always bring up when it comes to the New Republic. Yeah. But they're flying T sixty five X wings. They look the like, same. <laughs> they look. They're the exact yeah. same ones. And in this trailer, yeah. we get to see the blue X, the T seventy X wings, uh, which hopefully are the ones from. Uh, well, because the ones from. I'm confused now because I know there's the T. I think the T seventy is the one that we see in. The, the force awakens and the sequel trilogy which is kind of the same as the t65 which is the one that luke flies but i want to see the t i think they're called t85s which are the ones that we see in star wars resistance which are uh, the new x-wings yeah. that the new republic navy flies so because i want to see the new republic be the new republic and here's our fleet yeah. of like badass cool new ships and because that way you visually start showing that you know this is yeah. A new government, a new navy, a new thing. And I know that we know that Mon Mothma decommissions, I think, 80 or 90 percent of the of the Republic army. But we're in that position now to finally be yeah. able to see that side yeah. of what, yeah. how the new Republic is functioning now and why it failed. Yeah. Yeah. So I am hoping because the Clone Wars and Rebels really did, for me, bridge the gap between the prequels and the original trilogy. So I'm really hoping, and we are getting it with a lot of the live action shows. We are getting it with Obi-Wan and Boba Fett and Mando, but now with Ahsoka, who was very integral to the story because she was Anakin's Padawan. She interacted with a lot of really characters in the universe that this starts to bridge that gap between the original trilogy and the sequels. Because mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm. we didn't know what happened there. And, and like you were saying, we got so little of the new republic it's, oh it's the new republic destroyed yeah it's like, like bye just bye felicia bye. Yeah. we did nothing <laughs> so right right it's like, okay. yeah. never mind that <laughs> so and and i like that 
they say in the trailer, you know, I've already been fighting a war my entire life. I mm-hmm, want mm-hmm. to prevent another one from happening. So, you know, from coming from Hera, do we think we're going to get Hera's son? No, no, we know he is. He is? We know. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, okay. we know that because of a leaked Lego set. Uh, actually, okay. it's, not le- it's not leaked. It's not leaked. <laughs> you can actually pre-order it right now. Uh, but a Lego set, you know how the Lego sets uh, show the little uh, characters that yeah. the and set the comes description. with? Yeah. So mm-hmm. this is a set for the ghost, uh, and it shows uh, well, the characters, and one of the characters is Jason Sindula. So we know Aww. that Jason Jason's be, showing up. But uh, I didn't want to bring this up because I think this is stupid. Uh, but uh, some people on the online, because of course they will, are complaining or happy, I guess. I don't know, depending on what side of this you're on, that yep. they redesigned Jason. Because if you remember in Star Wars Rebels, when we yeah. see Hera's son, he end, yeah. looks a little weird because he has the green hair and stuff. And it's just like, whoa, this is a weird character design. <laughs> Uh, so the Lego figure, actually, he just has brown hair. He looks like a human. So it looks like there's a, a, a redesign that happened between okay. the Jason that we saw in Rebels and the Jason we're getting in, in Ahsoka, for better or worse. Uh, but I don't give two shits about it because, one, I think he looked yeah. atrocious in Rebels. <laughs> and and I'm not going to judge how a character looks based on a Lego figure because that's... Right. Not very representative of how a human looks. I don't know if you guys yeah. have noticed, but Legos <laughs> are very different from humans. Uh, so I'll wait to I'll wait and reserve my judgment until we get uh, Jason on TV. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But I think it's gonna be a very small role anyway. I don't Probably. think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's too yeah. much going on already for us to be like, well, now let's talk about Jason unless they pull a. Book of Boba Fett and two episodes are about Jason. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get too much, too much of that. No, I don't think so either. What else? Let's see. I mean, there was obviously a lot of things that we could uh, dive into, but like obviously we don't have all the time in the world. Obviously, we see Morgan Lisbeth, uh, I don't know what's her name, uh, doing the the magic thing in the map room. Which actually, that scene yeah. led me to something that I wanted to talk about before we wrap up. And it's mm-hmm. the look and feel of the show. Obviously, I mean, I think on the whole, yeah. I feel the show looks great. I mean, the, the, yeah. it literally, at least to me, gives me George Lucas vibes and yeah. Rebels in live action yeah. vibes, right? It just feels yeah. like the animation has come to life. To life. I mean, yes. it literally has, but hopefully you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, but there is kind of a, uh, let's call it a pet peeve again. And mm-hmm. it's that, especially, and I want to sound like an Andor elitist because we right. have space for all different types of stories and yeah. not everything has to be Andor and not everything yeah. needs to look like Andor. But Andor, because it was not filmed in the volume, yeah, it was filmed in live locations. Not, not to say that those locations weren't augmented with CGI and all that stuff, but yeah. the fact that it wasn't shot in the volume makes the show feel bigger. You yeah. know, it doesn't feel like you're in a set by X or Y dimension yeah. and you have to stay within those bounds uh, because that's the size of, you know, the, the sound stage you're on. Andor sounds ex- uh, feels expensive. feels like you can go anywhere. Yeah. And there were moments in <laughs> in the Ahsoka trailer and I'm just like, volume. That's, yeah. that's volume. Like, yeah, I agree. 
even mm-hmm. though even though it looks like the map room for example even though it looks like we're in a huge place yeah. it's just like and then when the map comes up i'm like yep that's the circumference of the volume basically <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. that's that's the yeah. that's the limits of where we can be uh, which not to say that it's necessarily a bad thing uh, because the volume again we were talking about ai at the beginning the promise yeah. of technology yeah the volume lets us do us as if we did shit uh, the volume right. lets these people these creators make amazing things but you know sometimes it, i don't think the technology is to the point where it feels like we're in the real world all the time yeah yeah sometimes it feels like we are we're still it's in strange. the sound stage yeah uh, mm-hmm. did you get that vibe or am i completely off base no i agree with you i think it still feels more expansive than let's say like Mando season two mm-hmm. that it, it was very, because that's the first time that we saw Ahsoka, right? It, it was Mando season yeah. two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we're used to seeing her in an environment because you can get away with so much in animation. It's so open to basically everything that seeing Ahsoka mm-hmm. in live action felt really constrained, like how mm-hmm. she moved, like where she could be. I mean, so it was it was a little jarring. So I think with the trailer, it does feel more expansive than it did then. Mm-hmm. But we're never as advanced as the technology gets. It's never going to be the same when you actually do it on the ground in a, mm-hmm. a huge set and and with the with the world behind you. So I mean, maybe they'll get there eventually because hello, <laughs> let's see the evolution of filmmaking. Exactly, and. Yeah. And not to hate the volume because we've gotten amazing things from the volume. But, you know, we were a little spoiled with Andor. And to, oh, to see it. Sweet you know, baby boy Andor. I love you so much. Eh? To see it, you know, for real. And to feel like you are really there was really special. So it's it's very hard to imitate reality. So it's not the same but right. it's still i think with every show that we get it gets better and better so, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah 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 so the look of it 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 is way closer to what the animation felt like than what we've seen before but it's mm-hmm. not going to be the same real world feel that we're going to get from Andor unless you do an Andor so. don't disagree a uh, final thing before wrapping up i know that i said this was going to be the final thing but now final right. final thing <laughs> Uh, Sabine, we see a shot of her laying in the ground when she's fighting with Shin, and Shin's just like telling her that she has no power, blah 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 blah. And then, like, that sequence ends with Sabine on the floor with her hand stretched out. And some people claim that it's her trying to use the force, Uh, some people say that's just like her defending herself because maybe she's losing. There's lots of uh, conversation uh, within that, but with the setup at the beginning of her calling Ahsoka master. You see her yep. wielding uh, Ezra's green lightsaber, which, you know, green lightsabers are the best. Uh, yep. Do you think that it's going to be revealed that Sabine that is force mm-hmm. sensitive or is that a red herring? I would, yeah. As soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, mm, I think they're going with the, she's a force sensitive and I don't necessarily like it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has to be not um, not everybody is here. It's only Ahsoka right now. Right. Well, and Ezra. Ezra's not on the show yet. Well, we get the hologram. We get the hologram, but but he's still. And he's, he's still... also and what he's talking about is as a Jedi, like to Sabine. So mm-hmm. 
there's another kind of hint there that it could be about the fact that she is more sensitive. I don't know. I mean, she was able to wield the dark saber, but you don't mm-hmm. need to be force sensitive to dark saber. No, so. but look at how. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'm for right. So being being force sensitive, but I think it could make sense. Like I, like yesterday, I was against it, but now that I'm talking to you, like, <laughs> maybe it kind of works because exactly what you just said about the dark saber. Yeah. But then we see Din isn't able to wield it well because it's not meant for him. But mm-hmm. Bo-Katan can. Bo-Katan isn't Force-sensitive, and but Sabine also can. So maybe because she's Force-sensitive, she's even more worthy than Bo-Katan to eventually lead Mandalore. Because maybe that's what they're going with. It's just like, okay, well, oh. uh, that, that super crossover Sabine. in the movie. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> if, if the movie happens, which I hope it doesn't, it's that Sabine yeah. and Bo-Katan are going to meet again. And then Sabine, actually, she is supposed to lead man. I don't know. I'm just going cray cray right Which now. Which is kind of moot now because they destroyed their dark saber in a horrible, horrible oh, way. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yep. God damn it. Uh, yep. Yep. That was a horrible decision. Oh, no, no, not the destruction. No, the just way the it was how. done. Just the yeah. how mm-hmm. and the lack of repercussions yeah. for it. But if you yeah. want to know our thoughts about that, go and listen to our <laughs> Mando <laughs> Review Series episode for... <laughs> Uh, that one where we go totally in depth about why yeah. the destruction of the lightsaber did not work. Dark saber. Because <laughs> I am not gonna get riled up about that at the end of this episode. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway, but yeah, that's it. Uh. Yeah. So I don't think I'm not a huge fan of making Sabine force sensitive, but like you were saying, it would kind of make sense. So if it's done correctly, I guess this is the word. Um, I think it would make sense for the story. So either way, I don't think I would be too upset about it. If it, regardless of what direction it went, I don't think I'd be too upset of it, about it either way. Because it'll be it'll be interesting then, right, to see a yeah. Mandalorian using the Force and not. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear Alden or anyone else in the comments be like, "Well, Grogu's a Mandalorian now because he got it." It's like, <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean when I say like a Mandalorian. I don't mean Grogu. Yeah. Uh, it'll be cool to see a Mandalorian using the Force and be like, "Oh, there we." Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something there. But whatever, we'll see. We only have to we'll wait a month for the yeah. show. A month and a week. So yeah. it'll 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 be all of our questions. At least some of them will be answered yeah. when the show comes out and when that two episode premiere, uh, yeah. which maybe actually it'll raise even more questions. Uh, but. It's what every day does. every day is one less day of waiting yep and trust me we will talk about ahsoka oh a yeah we're we're uh, if you you who are listening we are already establishing our our schedule of reviews for like all of our guests so very excited for everyone that's gonna come on the show there's gonna be familiar faces there's gonna be new faces so you know just stay tuned for that I know that we were a little uh, inconsistent with our Bat Batch and Mando season three uh, coverage, but you yeah. know life happens and it's fine. Mm-hmm. We don't get paid to do this. We do it because <laughs> we love talking about these things. Yeah. So sorry, uh, but for Ahsoka, I think we we're we're back in the saddle. So <laughs> look for look forward to that because it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I think with that we're done, right? I would I would agree. Yeah. We are tried of the force. We are anxiously awaiting the premiere of Ahsoka two episode premiere. It's gonna be a big 
amazing. We're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be great to get back into Star Wars. And until next time, leave a comment. Let us know. Like, subscribe. What do you think? What are your expectations? Responsible speculation about something. Mm -hmm. We are tried of the force. Until next time, may the force be with you. <laughs>